Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wiki Liquors. Today we have me, Aaron, and who else we have? Yeah, me, Dustin. <laughs> it's the me, a Gabby. All right, <laughs> and we're we're. <laughs> We're going to read about cadults today. Uh, Gabby, do you have any initial feelings about either this word or what its intention is? Cadult. Yeah. I feel like a kid adult or cadult is what we all are inside. So. In like a beautiful way or like an irresponsible, what harming is growing environment up? kind of way? Are you ever, are you ever really an adult? I, 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 my answer for me personally, it feels like maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel too. Like I felt like. Um, you know, I haven't really every year the the number keeps getting higher, but I don't feel like I'm getting much, much older, you know? Like yeah. when you're a kid, you think adults like, whoa, an adult. But then you well, get there and you're like It sounds oh. like this page might be for me and you. What about you, Dustin? Is this word striking? I've never really heard this word used, but I saw it as a concept. Well, it, I'm going the other way with it. I feel like maybe I'm probably wrong, but have you ever met a kid where you're like this kid's got more life experience than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I have met those kids before. They, they seem like a they seem like an old like, person. Like they're like wise. super chill. Yeah, they're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, you know, just living, living, living life. I mean, I'm just look, getting ready to go to my job in a minute. I don't know what are you doing. <laughs> got to pay my taxes. <laughs> yeah, I always feel really intimidated by those kids. Yeah, they're like, they uh, got it figured out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll get it started. Uh, a cadol is an adult. Okay. His interest or media consum- consumption is traditionally seen as more suitable for children. Oh, we are in so much trouble. <laughs> it, <laughs> it can also mean a parent who acts childish with their children but does not oh. take on their duties as a disciplinarian. Oh yeah, that's that's a big yuck right there. Oof, yeah, that makes yeah. the other partner in the relationship upset because mm. they're not helping with the parenting; they're just having a good time with the kids. Mm. Or uh, like when you grow up and you're a kid and your parent has always just treated you like all they're equal. It's like that's weird. That's a weird dynamic. That sounds like it would be weird. Yeah. Similar portmanteau terms, such as rejuvenile. That sounds insane. I love that. It sounds like something you put on your face to make yourself look younger. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does seem like a supplement or something, <laughs> like a cream. I gotta get my rejuva jelly out. <laughs> that would be a great moisturizer, you know. Rejuva like jelly. Yeah, where you? I don't know about that one. But the reju- <laughs> rejuvenile. Rejuvenile. I think you can market that towards like middle-aged women. Huh. Or even or dudes that you know want to get young again, yeah. And then adolescent, adultescent, adultescent. None of those are as good as cadult, even though cadult still feels a little rough. But those are those are strange. Yeah, you're such an adultescent. Yeah, I don't like adultescent. I think that one's weird. I like juvenile. Kind of funny. Yeah, I like your juvenile. I like cadult. Cadult. I think rejuvenile is better, honestly. Rejuvenile? Mm-hmm. You're but such think, a rejuvenile. Yeah. But I think Kidult kind of gets the point across like easier. Like I can understand why they went with that one. 
Yeah, if I told you you're a juvenile, I feel like you'd be like, okay, well, before I get insulted, you'll have to explain to me what the heck you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas adult, they got a chance of knowing. Mm-hmm. It, it packs more of a punch. A related concept is that of Peter Pan syndrome. I have a good friend that likes to say this a lot, that that person has Peter Pan syndrome, where a person is reluctant to grow emotionally after childhood. Gabby, how do you feel about taking a quick uh, lick over to Peter Pan syndrome? You want to read that one a little bit? Yeah, I can, I can pop right over. Um, the Peter Pan syndrome is a pop psychologically psychological term used to describe an adult who is socially immature. It is a metaphor based on the concept of not growing up and being trapped in childhood. It is not a recognized mental health illness. The term has been used informally by both um, lay people and some psychology professors since 1883 um, publication of Peter Pan syndrome, men who have never grown up. Hmm, interesting that it's <laughs> men. <laughs> well, there's also the Wendy dilemma over there. Yeah, it's just interesting that <laughs> you don't really hear about the Wendy dilemma. You hear about the Peter Pan syndrome. All boys who just refuse to get serious. Mm. Um, um, by Dr. Dan Kylie. Kylie also wrote a companion book, The Wendy Dilemma, published in 1884. Peter Pan's syndrome is not recognized by the World Health Organization and is not listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. So I do have something to say about the Peter Pan syndrome, actually. A nice little tidbit. You know sure. how, like, you know how, like, kids, um, how they say, like, a boy grows up and he's, like, an, a girl of the same age is usually, like, mentally, like, two or three years, like, older, like, in maturity. I've heard that before, I think, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people think it's, like, due to their, like, brains or anything. But they actually found that it's not really like a difference in how like a, like a like a girl's brain develops versus a guy. It's just girls have more like put it on their shoulders when they're younger, right? But like a boy just is allowed to be a boy. Like if you think about like girls' toys, right? Like they're given kitchens, they're given baby dolls. They have to do work. Yeah, yeah. They're basically, and then they're also told about like, okay, you can't do this. This is how you stay safe. This is this. But then boys are told, oh, it's boys will be boys, right? So like the whole the whole idea here, like you don't have to have this like weird immature like leveling. Like, you could just be equal if we just let, you know, little girls be little girls. Kind of sad. That's an interesting opinion. perspective. I yeah. I uh the the way I've heard this get used a lot is you know, people like after college like hanging out like living in big group houses and then like you know they're getting in their 30s and it's kind of like they have to like make this decision to get a different job or kind of stay in a low paying more fun job or whatever and um they're like oh they have peter pan syndrome they're just gonna yeah work yeah. at a fun place to work and I was just get married or have family or whatever. I don't know, but uh, I've heard that a lot. People who exhibit characteristics of popular associated with Peter Pan syndrome have been referred to despairingly as Peter Panners, apparently. Distinctions have been made with pure eternus, a psychological concept um, advanced by Carl Jung. So I kind of I kind of see what you're talking about. I don't know. I saw the thing about Peter Pan and I was like, oh, men, hmm, men. It's a lot and of guys. Kids. And then I was thinking about kids and men. And then I was thinking Little about Little girls boys. are taught to work. Yeah, and men are taught to do nothing. Why, why the heck did I have an easy bake oven? 
Why I don't know. <laughs> right? And then and then a guy got to get to get what did they what what work related toy they're, does the guy get? They were supposed to crawl. shoot stuff. Wait, what? what <laughs> <No. does it? laughs> the, the guy version of e- Easy Bake Oven, at least in my like come up, was the creepy crawler set. Mm. What's it a was, creepy crawler? I don't even okay. know what that is. <laughs> so Easy Bake Oven was like a light bulb, basically. And you would bake stuff with this light bulb in like a little mm-hmm. chest. It looked like an oven. So yeah. they had that same setup, but instead of like things you eat, you pour this like gel, like um, silicone or whatever, into these molds, and you make these little bugs that and creepy crawlers. Okay, so you so that was your cooking. You got to cook bugs. You don't eat them. It's just like a. It's uh, it's like going to the factory to learn mold injection. Exactly. And then later you can be an exterminator or prank <laughs> people. I don't know. Mm. Creepy crawlers. Well, I kind of read down on um the Peter Pan one, so maybe we should flip back to Cadult because it kind of just gets like a little bit uh hyper specific. Doesn't even take over on the history. History. Cadult. Okay. In the past, psychology recognized the concept of pure Eternus or Eternal Boy. The Eternal Boy. Eternal Boy. The Eternal Boy. Sounds so majestic. Uh, Today, often called Peter Pan Syndrome, it means a person... Did did we already read this? It sounds a lot like what we just read in the other one, yeah. Peter Pan Syndrome, it means a person remaining emotionally... At that of a teenager or even a child, the name is derived from the archetypal archetypal literary mm-hmm. eternal boy Peter Pan. The term "kiddle" was first used in the 1950s by the television industry to refer to adults viewers who enjoyed television programs targeted at children. Thunderbirds. Hmm. Thunderbirds. That's not what I think it is. What's Thunderbirds? It's a British science fiction television series created by Jerry and Sylvia Anderson. Is this like the pre-Doctor Who? It was made between 1964 and 1966 using a form of electronic marionette puppetry. I don't know if it's Doctor Who, but I don't know what it is. This is crazy looking. Okay, well, (laughs) for another time, I guess. (laughs) I was thinking weird. Silverhawks, which was awesome. But anyways, more more like Thundercats. But yeah, I thought like Thundercats too. Yeah. Anyways, for example, <laughs> was designed specifically to capitalize on this kid old demographic. What they didn't just make it for kids and adult children in the evening rather than afternoon accomplishments. I wonder what like the modern version of this is. I feel like almost everything I watch, it's like, oh, it could be for a kid, but <laughs> yeah, mostly so adults watch it. I think a lot of cartoons, like, as an adult, you can definitely watch that. Like, oh, I, is Spongebob like this? Perfect. I think that's pretty good. Or, uh, like, Avatar The Last Airbender. Hmm. That show was made for kids, but, like, honestly, you could watch it at any age and it's still good. It's just a good show. Or like any Disney movie, basically. Like you can watch most Disney movies as an adult and still enjoy them. Enjoy them, you know. Or uh, the Dragon Prince on Netflix is really good, marketed towards kids, still like easily viewable as an adult. Um, there's like X Men uh, Legends, right? 
um or what is it called the one x-men animated you know geared towards kid watch it as an adult there's so many like teen titans teen titans you can watch that as an adult it's still just a good show i feel like a lot or uh what was it what's the one about the train Tom thomas no uh oh <laughs> it was on hbo you can look it up uh the one infinity about- train Infinity Train was so good. Never my God. Oh, my goodness. It had real-life lessons in almost every single episode. Me and my nephew Jaden watched it, and, like, literally, we couldn't put it down. Oh, it was, it was, it was really traumatic at some points, and you had to wow. deal with, like, real-life emotions. It's crazy. But, like, I also feel like a lot of cartoons, like, there's very few cartoons where you wouldn't enjoy them as an adult. I think you might be a cadult. <laughs> well, well, okay. He just listed like 20 things. <laughs> Self-identified. <laughs> it's great. So actually, Infinity Train was um, taken off air because a lot of parents felt, felt that it uh, dealt with too much like real world like issues and they didn't want their kids watching it. Ooh. Wouldn't you yeah. want your kids to be like exposed to things so they prepared for it? Well, the whole concept of the show is like you're a kid and you emotionally can't move on from something. So you get kidnapped by the infinity train and then you go through different cards and you have to deal with like whatever you're like holding back on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So like one of them, this one girl, she was just like upset because her parents are getting a divorce and she like can't emotionalize it. Oh. But then, but then, like her dog dies in like one of the trains, and she has to deal with that. Like, it, like the dog died. Like it this just is, died. This is clearly for adults. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that was it was made for kids. But it's wow. it was it was seriously good. But yeah, the whole the whole concept of it was you just like I don't know, you're kidnapped on this train, and you have to like emotionally well, deal with it. So, what is something adults watch? News and documentaries? Is that what you're supposed to watch when you grow up? I guess, I guess Game of Thrones. Right? Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Sixty minutes. <laughs> uh, perfect answer. All right, uh, Justin. I think we should keep moving. Okay. One of the most well-known and extreme cases of Peter Pan syndrome and the kid alt mentality is Michael Jackson. Jackson had explicitly stated that he did not want to grow up and owned a large collection of arcade games, toys, cars. Toy cars and fantasy and sci-fi memorabilia. I love sci-fi. Yeah, Michael sci-fi Jackson. Too. Michael also had a fascination with Peter Pan character and attempted to create a theme park on his property called Neverland Ranch. All right, I have, specific. To, I have a great to pull with this too. I don't think kids should have jobs. I know previously I have said things like children yearn for the mines. Yeah, why I would you deny that. children the joy of labor? I, like I don't know. Work What's and a good paycheck. Yeah, so I guess maybe the mines are okay, but like I don't think like you should be. I don't think kids should be like holding like acting jobs or like right. But like at what age maybe should they? I think it would be like well, I think for something like a singer or like television, like I think mentally your brain is still putting itself together, and when you put yourself through that much scrutiny to the public, I think that's like really damaging, you know? Right, but your brain is still developing all the way up till you're like twenty five. Yeah, so, oh, well, okay, I think, like, around, like, maybe 16-ish with, like, supervision, you know? Just, I, actors under 30 have to be CGI. <laughs> I mean... Or uh, claymation, we, whatever. Yeah, claymation, or just, like, get really, <laughs> really old-looking young people. I don't know. <laughs> like, wait, I, wait. 
Like, yes. okay, are you guys watching The Last of Us? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Oh, you should watch The Last of Us, Dustin. It's so good. You should definitely watch it. But anyway, um, Ellie, the actor who plays Ellie, do you know how old she is? Mm-mm. She's 19. There you go. Yeah, she looks she looks like a 12-year-old. It's perfectly fine. You know, but she's she's 19, but she fits the role well. She's ready for it. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she led a whole nation in Game of Thrones at oh, a much man. younger age. Yeah, her Game of Thrones role was so cool, too. We're back <laughs> to Game of the Thrones. Best. Yeah. She, like, Modern usage. Kids. In the early <laughs> 21st century, there was a sudden increase in reporting that for an adult to have interests traditionally expected only from children is not necessarily an anomaly. Okay. All right. I like this. Uh, history's coming around to our side, Gabby. Like, feel, maybe this is all right. I feel validated. Yeah. All right. This mm-hmm. is mostly due to the rise of the entertainment industry. Fair enough. The entertainment industry was quick to recognize the trend and introduce a special category, cadult. Mm-hmm. It seems like this word is more freak common than I realize. I don't, I've never seen it. Uh, of things marketable for kids and adults alike. Enormous successes of films such as Shrek. Harry, questionable, and Harry Potter or animated television series such as My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, true classic. The, the target demographic of young girls of young adult fiction books traditionally targeted for teenagers. I'm lost in this sense. Yeah, the fact that Disneyland, yeah, sorry y'all, this is the way it's written. And the mm-hmm. fact that Disneyland is among the world's top adult without kid vacation destinations. Woo, this is like a... <laughs> How long is the sentence? It's it's a freeform uh, modern art type thing. <laughs> Seem to indicate that cadult is a rather mainstream phenomenon. They really should have just broken this up. Yeah. Much well, like take government dear listeners, do the best you can with that. Cadult mm. <laughs> so, also go ahead. And so breaking up here, Shrek is horrendously popular. I just want to say, uh, people love Shrek. Bronies are kind of weird, um, and Disney adults are also really, really sus. Like, I don't know about Disney adults. So, you got, any, are... come, you got any feedback on those? So, we got some hot takes here from Gabby. Yeah, they're sizzling, much like a fajita. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> fajita moment with Gabby. <laughs> Dustin, do you care for Shrek? Um, I think that I think the problem is when you get too into it. Like Shrek's a good movie, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, and like Disney has some good movies, but like people like go way overboard with it. Mm. But what about I, your gumdrop buttons? I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's this part where the gingerbread man is he like a giant adult, and then they accidentally fire like a like, torpedo thingy at his like chest, and one of his gumdrop buttons falls off. He's like, not, not the gumdrop. gumdrop buttons. <laughs> yeah, that's a great moment. That sounds cute. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. Really, um, tiny voice. Mm-hmm. Why do you have a bone to pick with uh, the Disneyland adults? I, have you ever met a Disney adult and went, hmm, this is a normal person? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, viewers, or if you any of you out there are uh, Disney adults, you're, I bet you're like, you know, regular people, but right, I have not but, met you yet. But so. it's okay to like get excited about disneyland but i think there's like a line right like if you're too into it 
Uh, maybe I just can't conceptualize it because I never went to Disney. Is there, I... is there anything that you're too into, Gabby, that would like be corollary? Like, is there something you just like can't? I like others are like, okay, you're a little War... too much into that. Warcraft. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I play a lot of WoW, really into WoW. But I think one of my most sus things that I'm like horrendously into is the fact that I have been super, super into BTS since like 2017, and it's not letting up. I don't think it's ever gonna Your die. Your BTS fever is a is a lifetime illness. Oh, yeah, I I don't think I'm ever getting over it, man. <laughs> I don't think I've seen them like I think like five or six times live, and like I follow up with them constantly. Like I have a lot of merch that's like subtly hidden in my uh, clothing that you can't tell that it's BTS, but it's BTS. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah, You're diehard. Well, I, then you maybe no. know, maybe know how the Disneylanders feel. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'll ever know. Um, I had a I had a um a younger relative, a child relative who was super into My Little Pony, and he was just like something about that show was very um addictive to him. Like he just repeated the words all the time. He really liked it. I I don't know what I don't know anything about My Little Pony other than than watching it with him sometimes. But um, I think. I think it's my hypnotic, little pony. apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. Like, I think it's just a good show. I remember and... Buttercup, like Country Girl Horse. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't really watch it a lot. I just know that guys that identify as bronies always seem a little creepy to me. So mm. that's where I'm basing that off of. But the show, honestly, like A, my niece showed it to me. She explained some of the things to me, and it seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. All these yeah. different characters have their like identified personalities sort of tattooed on them i guess yeah and i guess like i guess that's nice you know you can easily identify them really if in life if we just had our you know identities tattooed on us wouldn't that be a, like a really easy for, for everyone else about? maybe we need to start that identity <laughs> tattoos let me let me write that down i like yeah. doing the opposite just to confuse people i'm like a computer nerd that looks like a lumberjack mm-hmm I do like that though. Or as people would say, a hipster. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Todd fired. Pew pew. <laughs> Ray gun shots fired. Well, do you know my, my funny thing about hipsters is that hipster a hipster never knows that they're a hipster. Uh, Dustin didn't know it was a hipster until uh, me and Ariel had to point it out to him. I don't think I'm a hipster. <laughs> you do all hipster wrong. things. You do a lot of hipster things. Uh, no, they do the things I do. <laughs> yeah, you might be on something. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah, They're coffee and Dustin. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, you're you're right, you're right. They're coffee <laughs> <laughs> Hey, now, Gabby, I don't... Make sure not to tell the government about this tattoo identification scheme you have yeah they may want to christians yeah well (laughs) i feel like they would have a lot of issues with that one too you know here at wiki liquors no topic too uh too sacred to go into yeah the christians don't let them get that tattoo thing going because um no because if you mark everyone with similar tattoos isn't that based on like end times or whatever probably yeah i feel like everything yeah the yeah, Obviously, it is in times. Yeah, because so it's like get your barcode, <laughs> get it now. There's this part wherever I think, like, uh, where I think God leaves the earth or whatever for like six or seven years, and people are raptured, 
And then like um, there's identifying marks that are put on people, right? So they categorize them. And if you have that mark, it's like the mark of the devil or whatever. Like it's the mark of Satan. So you're thinking of like people with like brony tattoos on them. (laughs) (laughs) Or like or like Minnie Mouse. (laughs) The mark of Satan. Yeah. So that's why that's why when people like barcodes and stuff and like in on them, Christians get upset by that. BTS logos. Yeah, because they think it's like the mark mark of Satan. I don't know about BTS. Uh, BTS is wonderful. You know I see. Okay. Are you never, seeing this, Dustin? You'll yeah, never, yeah. you'll never catch me slipping about BTS. Never. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> oh, everyone else is crazy, but BTS. Not me. No. Not me. <laughs> BTS is wonderful. I could go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Cadell also appears to exist on the internet with grown adults treating each other like children, especially in political discussions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> By calling people homegirl, girly, and sweetie. Mm. Uh, you get called sweetie sometimes in the South. Just sort Sweet. of part of the course. Do you call people sweetie? I don't do that because I feel like that's maybe not proper. And I never like to right? But usually they say it, call you sweetie. It's a way of telling you you're a little stupid, I think. Have you had this mm. experience, Dustin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out the... Uh, credit card swipe machine thing. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have any of the things that work with this. She's like, okay, sweetie, just put it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, He's a little I slow. feel so dumb with this machine. If you only knew, <laughs> I write code, but this machine has got me tricked. Exactly. Oh, you got your your My Little Pony jacket on. That's okay, sweetie. I know you're <laughs> six foot three, two hundred pounds. Obviously, that's on the outside, not the inside. So here, let me help you with that. It, you know, and unlike pure Arternus rejuveniles, successfully marries adult responsibilities with non-adult interest. Okay, so I don't understand that. Did you understand that sentence, Gabby? Um, and unlike pure Arternus, it's the Carl Jung thing. Um, rejuveniles successfully marries adult responsibilities with non. I think we need to look at Carl Jung. It's um, going to be a long page. It's going to be so long. Uh, here, but, I'll, I'll look up here. Uh, well, Antunus, land for eternal boy. Hmm. In mythology, it is a child god who is forever young. In the uh, analytical... I've seen this before. Yeah, psychology of Carl Jung, the term is used to describe an older person who emotional life um, has remained at an adolescent level, which is also known as the Peter Pan syndrome a more recent pop psychology label. In Junk's concept, the peer typically leads to provisional life due to the fear of being caught in a situation from which it might not be possible to escape. They covet independence oh. and freedom and oppose boundaries and limits and tend to find any restriction intolerable. I kind of relate to that a little bit. That's a little scary. Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Dustin, were you trying to get something in there? Well, I was just saying the next sentence may, might shine some light on it, too. Okay, so when Christopher Noxon appeared on the Colbert, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. On on the Colbert Report in 2006, he remarked that there's a big difference between childish and childlike. I kind of gotcha. yeah, that makes sense. I think Karen, I think there's ahead. a difference between a Disney adult and someone who emotionally can't move past the fact that they're no longer 17 and have responsibilities. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. And there's there's cases of people with like um 
brain trauma or injury that yeah. think that they're really young, but that's totally different. Like they literally yeah. believe they're 17. I don't think that's what we're talking about. No. And it's like uh, some people just like emotionally don't grow up, you know, and like nothing's wrong with them. Like no, no, there's nothing wrong with having a brain injury either. But you know what I mean? Sure. There's no underlying reason for why. Like it's mm -hmm. just. They don't want to undertake responsibility. Pick, picking a career it can yeah. be like, you know, you feel like, um, what about all of the things I won't get to do because I picked something, you know? I, yeah. I would love to be a cadult, though. Wouldn't it be great to just constantly be at, like, 16 where you're able to, like, drive and go places, but you didn't have the responsibility of an adult? I think I think a lot of people yearn for something kind of like that. Yeah. But then I would I would question what, where the meaning of life comes from. Mm. I don't think there's any moral obligation to be more adult like if you in a society where everyone's infinitely wealthy and there's there's no scarcity, I feel like a lot of people probably would choose that. I don't know. What is the meaning of life if not trying to find happiness every day? Yeah. And it would be it would be so Playing with toys. happy. Ugh. What? Playing with toys. Oh, I thought you said playing with boys. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, raise an eyebrow. On that one. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I'm so confused. Was it the brony talk? I me don't and, understand. Me and my fellow men enjoy a good playtime. I don't know. Play, <laughs> we play video games, you know? Yeah, playing sure. with the boys. The boys. Yeah, the yeah, boys. There's there's the difference between playing the with the boys and playing with boys. The fellas. <laughs> yeah, the fellas. Karen Brooks was has written about what she calls <laughs> the commodification of youth. Interteller, entertainers sell the teen spirit, in quotes, to adults who in the past were called young at heart. That's what you are. You're just young at heart. Hmm. In South Korea, the buzzword... Kadoltu was used in 2015, highlighting the marking the market trend of increasing toy sales such as drones and electric wheels to adults. It's a weird place to end it at. Do you um, know that? See, also there's otaku. I I was thinking otaku <laughs> this whole article, like this whole page. I was like, this is kind of like otaku. Okay, so let's look at. Oh, otaku is really long. This would have to be a whole other day. It's, okay, so basically otaku is a Japanese word that describes people. With consuming interest, particular anime. Yeah, Manga. consuming interest is a good. Um, yeah. Got it. Say it. I like. I've always been a little jealous of otaku's. If that's the word, I'm using that right. Okay, otaku may be used as a projective, um, with its negativity stemming from stereotypical view of otaku as a social outcast, and the media's yeah. reporting on su Sudomu. Uh, Miyazaki, the otaku murderer in 1989. Oh my god, what I want to know about that now. <laughs> so, from what I understand, like it started as kind of like a, a negative connotation and like your social outcast type thing, but then it's kind of been reclaimed. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been really um, <gasps> inspired by people who have like interests that are really deep like they like they're really into a certain thing like, yeah i think, I think that's yeah like interesting. someone that, then they just have like something that's like their fucking jam yeah it just sounds exactly like i'm sorry about my I, I just I, it feels like a geek 
but I'm sorry about my gasp. I I clicked on the Otaku murder and it was very it was very alarming. I'm gonna but... stay away from that one. <laughs> Do you want me to read it to you? It's alarming. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. Otaku, like, there's nothing wrong with being really into what you like. That's fandom how I is feel a, about it. fandom is another sublink that was down there. Yeah. Well, I yeah, feel like yeah. this this has generated more conversation than I would have realized. I knew everyone here who would probably relate to this a little bit on some level. And I think I got to this as a suggestion for Wikilickers because it was a word of the year. It was like a top 10 word of the year. Oh, the kid adult? Yeah, kid adult, like, like from The Economist or something. I don't know if this mm-hmm. word gets more usage over in Europe or what. But, but you know uh, what the, the word of the year is this year, right? What what is it? It's ussy, the suffix ussy. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like you know how uh, I feel like bussy got really big, uh, or you would say I put my whole put pizzussy in it or something like that. You know, I am just... not current enough to understand what's going on right now. I just want to <laughs> know that, <laughs> and I feel a little nervous. He put his little pangussy into that. <laughs> well really... that's all we have time for for wiki lookers tonight uh they're really putting on everything man Dustin, do you have any um last thoughts or comments for the cadult episode uh yeah so i think with uh, a lot of things in humanity there's nuance here so like this side of it we're kind of talking about um I'm somewhat maybe negative like immaturity type thing but also i think about like um thinking of like creative things you kind of look back at kids and like they don't have these mental barriers of like uh they're not afraid to try something or or uh another thing is like kids can like experience pure happiness you know whereas like as an adult um we might struggle with that it, i'm not sure if i'm articulating that super well but i kind of get it like i was I thinking too. about like social issues recently and i was like you know the people who like march in the street or whatever are usually like college students because you get a little older and you just get tired yeah. well and you're 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 less risk adverse in marching in the streets or you're more yeah. risk adverse so marching in the streets is risky i don't know if it's even risky i'm just tired I can tell you as an old person, it feels like I'm tired and I don't want to like get arrested. <laughs> I took Aww. like three naps today. Damn. <laughs> I took Perfect. I took some magnesium this weekend and I I had a weird nap schedule or sleep schedule where I accidentally stayed up all night and went to Did bed. Did you have at... weird dreams? No, I didn't. But Oh okay, shit. I, will, I, I wrote I went... down take magnesium, but now I'm scratching through it. No, no, no. Magnesium was good because okay. I woke up from 10 a.m. Oh, no, I went to bed at 10 a.m. Bad time to go to bed. And then I woke up at 8 p.m., right? So that's already a suspicious mm. amount of time. That's 10, p- 10 hours of sleep. I woke that up. It's super suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up, and I walked over, and I was like, hey, Craig. And he's like, oh, your magnesium stuff came in. And I was just like, he was like, I already took some. And I was like, I'll try some, too. I took some, and then, like, an hour later, fell asleep. And I fell asleep towards the next day until 12 probably needed it and obviously you're too old to go marching yeah obviously anyway you should totally take the magnesium but it knocks me out that's the huh. yeah if I'm i sorry, can't I have psychedelic dreams and i don't care oh <laughs> I mean, 
No, I'll try some magnesium. I don't want to disappoint you. Uh, <laughs> well, I bet, I bet you could do other stuff for the psychedelic dreams. <laughs> yeah, I just have. Some, I well, Dustin and I both have a tradition of drinking an energy drink right before a nap, and that will that'll, the power that'll really ratchet up your naps a notch. The power nap. My, my dad. Yeah. Too. He would drink a cup of coffee and then sleep for thirty minutes. It's good. Yeah. Power Extreme nap. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Dustin, no, I, I, um, you made me think of like one thing about being an adult. It feels like I don't, it's like I don't necessarily see a lot of adults that have just like actually have fun on their own behalf. They seem to be so burdened with responsibility. Yeah. Um, and the idea of doing something childish to actually like bring yourself joy is an interesting idea. I think I usually find that probably in video games more than anywhere. Mm hmm. And then maybe sometimes like recreational outdoor activities. Um, although the satisfaction of more adult pursuits is certainly, you know, it's um, that's a powerful feeling as well. Yeah. For so, sure. but adulting it's seems to be here to stay. And I, I have a question, Gabby. I feel like you could you could feel you you know like you could build like a whole. Um, neighborhood a residential area just based on the idea that everyone that's going to live there is a adult. i would love that i yeah. love the areas and there's no kids there no kids it's like mm -hmm. all the adult it's it's kind of like that it's kind of like a retirement home for like 30 year olds yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think it's really weird uh, maybe it's just because of like the people i hang out with but i think it's weird if you don't have like one thing or a couple things you're super passionate about you know it's not just your job yeah, like I think it's almost needed. Like it's weird if you're just like a person who's just very meh on everything. Got it. Interesting. Well, Gabby, what other whatever passing or thoughts or insights do you have for Cadult at the end of our episode? So I don't really have anything for Cadults, but I'm just gonna go ahead and assault our viewers or listeners with this. The mm -hmm. the I can't stop thinking about the Otaku murderer. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, Su Sutomu Miyazaki was a Japanese serial killer who murdered four young girls in Tokyo and <laughs> Saitama Prefecture between August 1988 and June what? 1989. He abducted <laughs> and killed the girls ages four to seven. How oh, my gosh. This is yeah. horrific. <laughs> in his car before dismembering them and molesting their corpses. Oh. Oh, no. He also engaged in cannibalism, preserved body parts as trophies, and taunted the families of the victims. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. All those gasps that I was making, that's because I was reading this. It was you very alarming. You should have looked away. <laughs> it was very hard to look away. Honestly, no wonder. This person had serious mental illness. Yeah, oh no goodness. wonder Japan had an issue with otaku after this guy. I think I would have an issue with it too. Oh my What's God. the otaku part? I guess he was just like a super otaku. Um, yeah, and that's why they dubbed him. He was dubbed the otaku murderer due to his extensive collection of pornography and horror videotapes, which oh was God. misrepresented by the media as being primarily anime and manga. This triggered a widespread moral panic against otaku in Japan. Oh, wow. This is kind of like D&D &D in the early 80s. Where like some, some child murders and stuff were blamed on that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Satanism and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, Satanism is always a good thing. That's my Satanism. ending closing. Satanism. That's my closing note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves a Satanist. 
Anyway, closing note. This is for you, Christians. All right. Well, Satan is all around. Uh, adults are welcome to join. Um, future neighborhood. Uh, it's like a retirement home for young people. It's uh, it's like Portland, where twenty-year-olds go to retire. Dustin's definitely not a um, hipster, and uh, I'm too tired to go protest. So thanks for listening, and that's Wiki Lickers out. <laughs>